In Search of Me Now podcast. I'm your host, Lynette M. Bradshaw, so let's get going. Hey guys, what's up? I'm Lynette M. Bradshaw and the host of In Search of Me Now podcast, formerly Her Reconnected. Tonight is the live relaunch of the podcast. I changed the name, but the message is the same. And this podcast is based on my best-selling book, In Search of Me, A Journey to Self-Love, Self-Worth, and Purpose. Because I am so passionate about seeing women heal and see them whole. Did I say heal? Let me tell y'all something before we even get into this. One thing you will not see here is perfection. So you will hear me make some mistakes. You will even hear my guests make some mistakes, but if you hear the message and receive from it, then everything is working the way that it should. And I believe that every woman has a story and how she decides to deal with that story decide, determines, excuse me, if she is going to stand on it or remain in it. Every woman has come to a point in their lives where they say, I don't know who I am. I need to get back to me. After different experiences in life, we have all thought about that. But I think the struggle has been is that we really don't know how to do that. So on this podcast, I'm going to share with you my journey as well as my experience as a coach, as well as allow you to hear the story of some other amazing women who are going to help you and empower you to and encourage you to turn to the woman in your mirror reflection, because that's the woman who has all the answers for you all the answers to how did I really get back to me? And I want you to know it's a journey. It may be a hard journey, but a necessary journey and you can do it. I did it, I'm still doing it. Other women that I know have done it and they're doing it. And I want you to know that you are not alone. Isn't it funny how sometimes when we are going through something, when we're experiencing something, we believe we are the only one going through it. Well, I want you to know, if you hear nothing else tonight, is that you're not by yourself. Now, you're seeing this live today, but it will be added to the app for my podcast so you can listen and repeat something that you may have missed. You always have the opportunity to hear it again. I'm excited, y'all. I'm excited because I'm stepping out on faith and God has given me the idea and the purpose and the vision for this podcast because he wants his daughters healed. He wants his daughters to know who they are and walk in the fullness of who they are and the confidence of who they are. Now, you may be saying, girl, you don't know what I have been through. How can I possibly get to this place that you're telling me about? How many times have you gone through that hard experience and you gave yourself permission to address it and go through the process and you saw yourself on the other side in a place you never thought you could be? Well, this is the same thing. Now, let me tell you, I understand that it is fearful when you talk about dealing with the heart. We really don't want to deal with the heart issues, right? But that's where the gold is. That is where the core of you is hiding. And you know what it's hiding under? It's hiding under the things that you're refusing to address. And once you find the courage and give yourself permission to do just that, that person that you've been trying to get back to, that person that you thought you had lost, that person that you may not have hadn't even known who she is, she's hiding right there underneath all of that stuff, ready for you to release her. And we know when we get released, we walk in freedom. 
Now, the other thing I want you to know is that when you go on this journey and give yourself permission to do what only you can do for yourself, that's where you're going to discover your confidence. Now, we all know that confidence is how you see yourself, how you believe in yourself, what you believe about yourself. And we look at that from the mind. But on my journey, I found out my confidence was really in my heart. It's a heart connection. Until you deal with the stuff that's there, it silences you. It stops you from walking in the confidence that God has given you. It stops you from seeing you for the powerful woman that you are. It stops you from being free. And I'm all about being free. I'm all about you and I and my guests and anyone else who hears it to walk in freedom and whole because I know how it feels to be in fear of somebody finding out your story. I know how it feels to believe you're not enough because of what you've been through. I also know what it's like to deny who you are because you don't feel like you're worthy of anything good. Now, as a coach, one of the things I do is I help female entrepreneurs of faith to come in alignment with their faith and their heart because I've learned that that's where the gold mine is. Because even as a leader, you cannot step up fully as you purpose to until you deal with the issues of the heart. I could not do this live message today to relaunch this podcast without bringing along someone special. When women discover that they are not alone in their journey, that they know that they have someone to come along and support them and believe in them, they can press forward and they can do it boldly. I'm no different than you. Tonight is special to me, but I wanted to bring someone with me that's going to share a message with you that she has shared with me that has helped me to believe again, if maybe the first time in a long time back those years ago when she first came into my life, that women can get along that women can form a sisterhood with one another by giving themselves permission to heal themselves and give themselves permission to open up to other women. So I am going to bring on someone that is about to change your life because she changed mine. I wanna introduce you to Ms. Mrs. Laval Ezel. She is a certified life coach, a sisterhood strategist, international speaker, and blogger among women. She's the founder of Striving in Sisterhood Movement and Sister Sit and Chat Experience. She teaches strategies for the levels of friendship and biblical sisterhood. Here she comes. She's about to rock our world tonight and teach us even more about what striving in sisterhood means. Y'all say a good welcome. Say hello to Miss Laval Ezel. Hello, ladies. <laughs> I am loving this space. There you yeah. already you already brought the energy. You guys, I was backstage, but I was I was like, yes, girl, bring it. <laughs> I'm thank excited you. to be here tonight. So thank you for having me. You are so welcome. Y'all, what I want to tell you about is of everything that I have told you about Laval, Laval, one of the things that is special to me is that I consider her my friend. She waited for me and she's gonna tell you guys what that really <laughs> means. What that really means because for years, I never knew what friendship was. And then because of the things I've been through, I didn't believe I was worthy to have a good friend. In fact, I didn't know what a good friend was about. So I want you, Laval, to tell them how we met, how we became <laughs> friends, and then we're gonna go on from there, okay? 
All right, I sure will. Ladies, let me tell you a little bit about our story. I love to tell stories of the women that I've met and the encounters that we have because everybody's story is going to be different, yet you can glean from this story yourself because you will be able to relate. I actually went to an expo. It was a, I think it was a business expo. And I loved walking around to the booths and just admiring some of the businesses and looking at new things that women have created, men and women, because it wasn't just a women's expo. I think it was, um, you know, everyone that was there. And so I was walking around to all of the tables. Now, I love photography. I love taking pictures myself is one of my my hobbies. And so I was walking around and I saw Lynette's table. Her photography is breathtaking. When I say breathtaking, breathtaking. So as I saw her work, she was sitting in the background and I was like, well, whose table is this? Who is the owner of this creative work? And so I later found out that it was her, but she was not at the forefront of the table. Matter of fact, she was sitting behind the photography hiding. <laughs> and so I said, I want to talk to this lady. I want to talk to the creative mind who has basically she just makes a person come alive. Um, if you are nervous or you are afraid in that photo shoot, she is going to create something you've never seen before. But anyway, so I saw her there and I really felt really strong about connecting with her because I love photography myself. I said, you know what? I would love to work with her. I would love to be her her. <laughs> her intern. Okay. And I said, I'm going to work with her one day. And so I got her information. I went to her website, saw all of her photography, and I really was ghost following her for a while. She didn't even know it. And so it was just laid up on my heart that I really wanted to get to know who this woman was. And I let her know, you know, I was interested in connecting with her and working with her, but guess what? I didn't hear from Lynette. <laughs> so I had to continually, and this is when we had, I think, email was i mean i think it was like email and then we evolved to facebook and that kind of thing mm -hmm. so uh i don't remember what social media platform we connected on but i just continued to follow her for years am i telling the story you are telling the story i am telling the story okay i followed her for many years looked at her work and i said oh man i would love for her to take you know pictures of my, myself my family that kind of thing but at that time, I knew that she was going through a hard time. And so it was very difficult for her to connect. But you know what? Something in my spirit was just like, you know what? No, keep holding on. Keep pursuing her. Because at the end of the day, I didn't know how much she needed it. And so I continued to connect with her no matter what. I, did, I, you know, I had to not feel rejected because she was not reaching back out to me. But when God puts someone on your heart that you know that is a divine connection, you don't know what, what is going to become of the relationship. But it is your job to just continue to let that person know, I just want to get to know who you are. I don't want anything from you. I want to know you. But at that time, uh, as Lynette was saying, she was on her personal journey. So she didn't know what to even tell me or to share with me because she was dealing with her own struggles. And so... As I saw that, I was just walking alongside with her in friendship, even if it was from a distance. And this, you guys, was over about 17 years ago. So when I say I've been pursuing her friendship, this is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't leave out the part about 
I kept, I was telling you, I was like, I was thinking to myself, what does she want? Yeah. What does she want from me? I hadn't had friends and I didn't know what friendship was. And yeah. because of everything I had gone through, I really thought everyone who was nice to me wanted something. So whenever she would reconnect with me, I was like, what is this? This would make me nervous. It would make me, <laughs> so, it would make yeah. me so nervous because if all you know is negativity with relationship with other people and with friendships and then someone comes that looks totally different than what you're used to it makes you nervous it gave me literally literal anxiety <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but i want you and to tell us i wanted you to tell us why did you obey god regarding me to continue to pursue me the way you did, even though many times I did reject you because I didn't know what you wanted or if you wanted something. You know what? For me, sisterhood, I'll say friendship was a seed that was planted in me as a young girl. I've always treasured friendships. So ladies, if you are a woman that treasures friendships, I will tell you just like it is a personal journey to discover ourselves, it is our personal journey to understand how we can change another woman's life. And so I understood my journey of becoming, you know, walking in wholeness and discovering who I was and understanding who God has created me to be. That is not an e easy journey. So I understood the struggle. Now we didn't have the same struggle. We don't have the same story, but a struggle is a struggle. It doesn't matter what aspect of life it is. If you are at one of your lowest places in life, you need people that's going to help encourage you and to just make you smile, to make you feel comfortable, to make you feel wanted. And so for me, I just made a decision with every woman that I encounter, she is going to smile. She is going to feel good. Even if she doesn't outwardly show me that she appreciated my kindness, I'm going to give it to her anyway. So it's just something that I've made a decision that I want to be valuable in another woman's life and let her know that she is being seen. She's being heard. She's being noticed that she's beautiful. You know, even if it's a compliment, it's something that I've, I've added to my lifestyle. It's not just something I do every now and then. If someone encounters Laval, they're going to get a compliment. They're going to get a smile. And I'm going to ask a lot of questions <laughs> and not because I'm being nosy, but because I want you to see your own worth. I'm going to ask you, how, you know, I'm just going to ask you things about yourself that you may not have ever thought of because it's all of us searching for what does God have in our heart? Because it's there. We just have to have somebody to encourage us to pull it out. One of the things that I learned from you was the different levels of friendship, because when I would meet people, I thought after we talked a little bit and we joked around a little bit and we shared some stories that they should yeah. have gotten <laughs> that right. that made us friends. And that's, right. that's not what friendship is. You meet people on different levels, just like you. You can't give all the information to a person who's at one level than right. that somebody else that's deeper with you. And then right. what I also learned was because I didn't know what those different level levels were, I caused a lot of pain to myself because I put trust in people who couldn't handle what I was giving them, but I needed, I needed a friend. So I figured if I gave them everything and told them about me, that they would tell me about them. And that's not how it always happened. And then I felt rejected. 
Right. Yeah, it, it is something that you definitely have to make yourself aware of is that in all relationships, it takes time to build. And so when you meet a stranger, you wouldn't just tell them everything about your life It's something, you know, you keep it, you keep it at a very casual level, you know, start with an introduction of your name, maybe, you know, where you live, where you went to school, things like that in casual conversations called small talk. If you're not good at small talk like right now, which initially when I started this journey, I was not good at small talk because I didn't like talking about the weather and frivolous things that were just silly. Cause <laughs> I'm pretty serious. I was always pretty serious. So to me, that was just, it was not necessary, but I've discovered that over time is that you have to evolve where you can learn to connect with people wherever they are. Uh, everyone is going through a journey. And so you have to just understand that there are some difficulties in life that we are dealing with. And sometimes our attitude is not always the best. And so when you encounter another woman and she's brash to you or she looks at you crazy, it's probably because she's not used to someone being kind to her. So it may not even be about you. It may just be where she is at that moment. And so we have to learn to not walk in offense because as we're giving kindness, you have to build up your self-esteem because if you don't have that esteem, you will get offended very quickly. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the things why you have to find your self-worth and know who you are so that when you have those encounters where you're not received very well, even though your intentions are pure, you don't, you don't, it's, you know what? It's not about me. And maybe she's having a bad day. So don't always get offended if you're trying to do your best and show kindness or gentleness. Um, because it's not always going to come back. I always say it may not come back to you through the same person, but it will come back to you through another person because you're sowed, sowing those seeds and they will come back to you, but maybe from a different place. So don't always expect to receive that same level of loyalty from you know individuals because it's something that people have to mature in. So like at the levels of acquaintance and casual, there's not a loyalty that has been proven yet. So don't be quick to tell people in things that are dear to your heart because they will go and tell somebody in a minute because they're not really loyal to you yet. That is mm -hmm. that is actually gained over time, which is in the, the last two levels of friendship, which is close and intimate. And you have to work to get to those. Most people stay at the level of casual for years. And some people, if they don't evolve in their in their own personal journey and their own confidence and knowing who they are, they will, they usually don't arrive at close or intimate at all. They have a, they have a lifetime full of casual friends, which does not help you to evolve and grow and be that woman that God has called you to be because there's no accountability. You know, I used to be one of those women who said that women can't be friends because I would, I grew up hearing that. You know, in my home, in my family with the women, I grew up believing that even though someone would be nice to me sometimes or I gave out too much information too soon, yeah. then I always had in the back of my head. Well, women can't be friends anyway. Women can't get alone, uh, get along. Women can't um, do things together without stabbing each other in the back. When you were talking to me and teaching me and I would hear you talk at your seminars about the levels of friendship, that was so foreign to yep. me. That was so foreign. And I think 
that is something that is such a blessing, not only as women to learn, but to help teach our daughters. Yes. And I because also, we're, we're not taught, taught that from little girls. So we do it wrong for so many years. Right. I've even been able to tell my, especially my youngest son about that. Now he has friends that he's had for years and then he doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't make new friends too often, but right. I I was able to share that with him and share that with my daughter because yeah. I think that is such a wealth of information and it's a way of protecting ourselves without putting our you know putting us in a box where we're yeah. too afraid to be friends or invite people in. But because you go in knowing that there's I'm going to meet this person here at this level and if we grow to the next level, that's okay. But if we stay right here where we are, that's okay too. And then I know where I stand. So I know what to share, what not to share. And then I'm still, they're still getting to know these people. And so when we think about women can't get along, get along and women can't collaborate, I'm thinking, I'm so thankful that God brought you into my life because I believe at that time you were the only woman that took the time to wait on me. <laughs> to, show, <laughs> to show me what yeah. God wanted me to know and being obedient to that. I know I rejected you sometimes. So I want to apologize <laughs> over all these years. I want to apologize. Quite okay. And you I, know what? Tonight was worth the wait. Yeah. I will just tell you that. <laughs> being on this podcast and telling our story, it was worth the wait because this is what I knew that God was saying she will evolve. She will be this dynamic woman that she does not even know that I'm creating in her. But it's been beautiful for me to see your story from that 17 year journey. It has been it has been mind blowing. And I'm just excited to see you here tonight. And I'm excited to continue the journey with you because this is what God wanted. You know, when he told me to start um, the sisterhood journey, which initially I did not know what it was. It was for this very purpose. Women walking this journey out together to the point where I know your story firsthand. I was on the front row watching. And so even as women, we have to have that support system in our lives. And so each of us have a responsibility to do that for another woman. So I told Lynette, I said, I have waited on you. You're going to be waiting on another sister somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so the world needs to see women walking in unity, women walking in sisterhood, because there are not a lot of uh, examples of that. And so that is what Striving in Sisterhood is here for, to cultivate that sisterhood. Like we are living it, y'all. This is not something that we just talk about. We live it. And is it easy? No. No, not at all. So it was worth seeing you evolve, honey. And the rejection, I didn't worry about that. I said, you know what? If she keeps seeking God the way that she's seeking him, this day will come. And we are here. Yes, amen for that. I, I, <laughs> I want to I, I also say that when I learned how to be a friend to myself, yes. and I learned how to be a friend to someone else or believe that I could, it allowed me to build a relationship, a friendship with my daughter. And that's something that is so important to me because I didn't have that in with my mom. And yeah. so I wanted God to, well, I, I allowed him by saying, by admitting where I was, that I needed him to heal my heart. 
I needed him to heal the parts of me that was hurting from a mother-daughter relationship so that when he allowed my daughter to come into my life, that I could give her something different. By acknowledging where I was in so many different ways and learning about what friendship is and learning what it's not, I wanted my heart to be a friend to her. Because if I can't teach her how to be a friend between us, then she has a, a bad example like I did of how you can be friends with another girl or a woman. I've learned over time that when we open ourselves up to friendships, we start in our home because that's where our ministry begins. Not like it's going to be perfect. You're going to have up and downs just like you have in some relationships. But knowing that the better I become at being a friend to myself, the better I can be a friend to her. Exactly. Because I had that same experience where as I was evolving and God was telling me about me, he said, start with your family. So I started with my my mother, my father, my sister, my brothers, because that's going to help you in that area of communication is going to help you to give up, try to give up yourself authentically, because I even had to say, well, you guys don't check on me. And God said, well, did you want to check on them? I said, yes. He said, well, be authentically who you, who I've called you to be. If that is in your heart, you have to be authentic and give it. Don't always expect for it to be, in, be given to you in return immediately, because sometimes it's for you to give of yourself and learn how to be authentic. And it doesn't matter what other people think about it or if they appreciate it sometimes. And I'm just saying not where they're mistreating you, but just being who God has called you to be. So as you evolve, if that is your desire to evolve and give of yourself authentically, he will, God will send people that will appreciate it. And that's one of the things that I was telling about Lynette is that as you walk on your journey and you're making a decision, God, help me to develop, help me to deal with my fears, help me to deal with my insecurities. He will send people to help you. And so you have to have that heart where you're open to say, you know what? I do need help. I do need encouragement. Even for me, as I've been on the sisterhood journey and God has sent me women who have held me down when I was at my lowest point. God even told me, he said, why are you hiding the fact that you need help? If you don't use the women that I've sent into your life, you would be stupid. He actually used the word stupid. And I was like, whoa, gosh, that was hard. That was harsh. <laughs> and I got what he was saying because we have to have that, that level of vulnerability with the right people, which are those people who have proven themselves and have the right to hear our story. So those are the people that have earned the right to be close. I mean, even a deep, casual friend that really has been consistent with you in your life and has been there in the good, bad and the ugly times when you've needed them and they've done what they can. They may not. They're not. Women are not. Your friends are not able to be everything to you. So you are going to have a variety of women that can help you in different areas of your life because one friend cannot handle everything that you need to grow in. So allow a woman who has developed in that area, allow her to help mentor you and um, encourage you. So if she is a wife that is honorable and to her husband, she can give you advice about being a wife. If she is, um, if she has graduated from, you know, um, with her education, and that is an area that you want to grow in, that woman may share with you about how to evolve in your education. 
Uh, it may be beauty. It might be a, a variety of things. God is not limited in, on who he's going to bring in your life. I know for me, I've always been open, but sometimes even women with different cultural backgrounds will be there to lift you up because I had um, a lady that I met even on my job. And when initially when I saw her, I said, we would have nothing in common. She uh, <laughs> she uh, is a Caucasian woman in her 60s. And I saw her like, we have nothing in common. We would have nothing in common. She is my work mama. That's what I call her, my work mama. She has inspired me in so many different ways. But if I judge God bringing a woman that was completely different from me into my life, I would have missed out. I would have missed out. So be open to God sending people that are not like you. And that is for your growth. Um, it is to change your perspective on things. It is to uh, just align, you know, allow yourself to be cultivated in many ways. So don't limit yourself to just your own culture, your own age group. Um, be open to all women that have wisdom. Sometimes we have to watch if what we're thinking about a person and us not having anything to, you know, connect with them for or how they can support us or vice versa or what they can yep. share with us then we really have to check in and say, is this something from my own thought process, my own yeah. knowledge of what this relation could be? And when you said that, I was quickly reminded of when I first moved from Mississippi to Dallas. Well, to be honest, in Mississippi, I didn't see a lot of people who didn't look like me. So when I started, when I moved to Texas, I saw a whole lot of people. A whole lot of people. Like a whole lot of people. And I remember having a manager and she was white. And I had this attitude with her of, if you say something to me, it's gonna be a problem. I had this rage and anger inside of me that just because of who she was and what she looked like, I didn't want anything from her. But I had to learn that I could grow because of what she could share with me. It wasn't a friendship, but it became easier for us to get along at work because I was like, I don't like feeling like this when i stopped looking at her as just a white person who was trying to tell me something and from mississippi it's like that's a no-no we don't right. do that when i stopped looking at her like that and then started to accept in a little bit of what she was saying i started feeling better yeah. and you're right about you know opening yourself up to be able to connect and learn from people of different races because that too can be a mindset and a part of the upbringing like it was for me and my yeah. thought process and what my daddy told me about, you know, people of other races. But to, that was a prayer of mine many years ago is that God bless me with relationships with women who don't look like me yeah. because they have they have a knowledge that I can't gain on my own, but they can share it with me. But only if I'm open. And I want you to tell us about the experience is the sister sit in chat. Uh, I want you to tell us about what that experience is about, because I'm going to tell y'all when I first went to it for years, <laughs> I went, <laughs> when I went, I was sitting there and I left there filled with anxiety and I felt like everybody else there was just a click and they were closed and I was just sitting out. But that is so different than what that experience is about. So can you tell us about what that is? Okay, so the sister sit in chat. It is an opportunity for you to meet women 
that are ready for healthy friendships. That's what that's the reason we're there is to build relationships. And it's and you know, even with us learning about the levels of friendship, if you don't know what that is, this is a place that you can practice um, your small talk. You can practice being authentic in who you are and not being afraid to just, I mean, you don't have to share everything. We just have all types of different conversations and we never know what we're going to talk about. But having a heart to be ready to start healing because you have to have started that process. Otherwise, you're not going to be ready for the sister sit and chat experience because this experience is for us to learn to be open and be vulnerable. So basically what happens is that we, first of all, the sister sit and chat. It's an opportunity for each woman to decide that she wants to sit at the table. So first of all, you're making a decision that you want to be around women that are going to be encouragers. And that is including you. You are an encourager coming to this table. And so we get together all day long and we travel just like the journey of sisterhood. We travel physically um, right now we're in the DFW area, but the sister sit and chat is traveling nationwide and eventually internationally as well. So right now we have been practicing, uh, this journey in the sister sit and chat. So we have breakfast where we start in the South area of Dallas, and then we travel to lunch in midtown Dallas. And then we travel a little bit further North for dinner. So you never, you, you actually have an element of surprise because we never know who's going to show up at the table. And guess what? It doesn't matter because we are here to bond. And so you're here just having an opportunity to meet women who are, the, are on that same journey as you. And so like Lynette was saying before, you have to come with an open heart because you are going to leave full. Matter of fact, they may come to the table with a little bit of anxiety, anxiety, but you leave for am I, am I tr being truthful? You are being truthful because first of all, God is in it. So if God is in it, guess what? He can only do great things. He's going to give you what you need. So only he knows what you need. This is an opportunity for you to grow in the natural and in the spiritual uh, realm, because you're going to be connecting with other women that can appreciate the journey because they themselves are also on the journey. So we listen, we laugh, we cry, we eat. If you just want to sip coffee, that's up to you. So we just have a really good time and just come together and learning how to walk in sisterhood because it's not an easy journey. It's not perfect. Do we get on each other's nerves sometimes? Yes. <laughs> but guess what? We learn how to apologize. We learn how to say, you know what? I didn't mean that. And that's part of this journey is humbling yourself and say, hey, I messed up. I said something incorrectly. I didn't mean to offend you. That's part of the journey. And so that's just what we do. And then we do life together. So as we're connecting, if God is, you know, place someone on your heart that you want to get to know, you can reach out to her and say, hey, you know, I like to get to know you better. So that's the opportunity that we create with the sister sit and chat. 17 years later, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, exactly. I, and, and if you miss the sister sitting chat, we're going to call you and say, hey, girl, where you been? What's going on? Yes. <laughs> What's the <Yes>. problem? <laughs> exactly. Well, you know something? I'm so glad that we got to talk to you tonight and you were able to share our experience 
and sharing some great nuggets for the women that are going to hear this message and those that are here. But before we go, I want you to just give one tip to someone who is having second thoughts about opening herself up as a friend. A tip if she's hesitant about that? Yes. Okay. As Lynette was saying before, first it starts with you, you know, just examining your own heart and understanding that this journey is not easy, but you have to start somewhere. So if you're hesitant, as Lynette was saying before, start in being a friend to yourself, treating yourself with kindness, um, using those affirmations to help build up your self-esteem, praying, asking God for direction. As you go through that process, you will become less hesitant and you'll start looking, you know, actually to, you know, the Bible says if you want to um, receive a friend to be a friend. So you have to show yourself friendly. So that's one of the things that even if you don't, you don't announce, hey, I want friends, I want friends. If you begin to be a friend in really small ways, God will eventually begin to cultivate your heart to Uh, You attracting those other women who also want to be friends. I I could just tell you, even just my daughter shared with me the other day, because she has been hearing about the levels of friendship and going through trials and errors, that's going to happen. Don't be defeated if a friendship doesn't work. It doesn't mean that it's you. It doesn't mean that you did anything wrong. If you did, you know, make those things right. But sometimes other women are just not ready. And if they're not ready, it's okay. So keep being a friend to yourself. Keep praying and asking God for direction. Ask God to send you your friends and you will definitely start on that journey. Amen. Thank you so much. So guys, that is all for us today. I'm so excited that we are moving forward with In Search of Me Now podcast. This is recorded live, but it will be added to the any of the apps where you listen to podcasts. New episodes come out every Thursday. Some will be live. Some will be pre-recorded. But the truth of it is, is that when we're in obedience, God is going to send the people who need to hear the message. God is going to keep giving us what we need to be able to go forward. My passion is to see women healthy, healed and whole. And so I am using my voice to empower other women to use their voice because knowing that the more you share about your experience, the more free you become from your experience. So guys, thank you so much. Thank you, Laval, for being here with us. Thank you, my friend. I'm so excited that you started this off with me. (laughs) (laughs) So guys, we are out of here. We love that you have supported us today. You can find this podcast, as I said, on any uh, apps that you listen to other podcasts. Tell your friends, invite them over, subscribe to the podcast, and we will see you guys next Thursday. Have a blessed evening. Have a blessed day whenever you listen to this, and we'll see you soon. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Laval, the sisterhood strategist, she gave us some great tips on building friendship and building sisterhood with one another. So let me hear your thoughts. What were your aha moments today? You can leave me a message by leaving me a 90 second voicemail or leaving me a message on my show notes page at insearchofmenow.com. Join me every Thursday for a new podcast wherever you listen to podcasts or go to my show notes page at www.insearchofmenow.com. So until next time, have an amazing day.